Hello and welcome back. This is the Deep Dive Podcast. I'm your host, Victor Nieves, and as you can tell from the title, today we're going to be talking about the nuclear family, and specifically, why the nuclear family is so crucially important, and why I believe that it is truly the underlying backbone of Western society, especially society here in the United States. So to kind of illustrate that point, I don't want to be too uh, data-heavy or source-heavy, and I don't want to berate you for 30 minutes with a bunch of statistics, although, truthfully, I probably could when it comes to this subject. I just want to read a handful of statistics. These uh, numbers, they come from the United States Department of Health and the United States Census, and they found that 63% of all youth suicides are from single-parent homes. 90% of all homeless and runaway children are from single-parent homes. 85% of all children who show behavioral disorders come from single-parent homes. Get this one. 80% of all rapists with anger problems come from single-parent homes. 71% of high school dropouts come from single-parent homes. There are tons and tons of statistics that bear out this very same thing. You know, numbers on how many kids graduate from high school. How many kids end up going to prison? How many kids go forward and achieve higher education, well-paying jobs, so on and so forth? All of these numbers are directly, directly influenced based on whether or not that kid, that human being, grew up inside of a nuclear home, the nuclear family. And, and when I say nuclear family specifically, just so that we're very clear, when I say nuclear family, I'm specifically talking about a loving family with a mother and a father. Now, I don't want to be uh, harping on any of the single parents that are out there. My hat is off to you. I have the utmost respect uh, for individuals who are, doing, who are doing everything in their power, busting their butt, to be the most fantastic parents that they possibly can, whether they're in a situation where they lost a loved one, they're in a situation uh, where maybe they adopted. It, it doesn't matter. My hat is off to all of the single parents that are doing their very best out there. But in fact, I would argue that probably the single parents of the world would be the ones who would be the first to say, you know what? It would be a lot easier if I had somebody else. It would be a lot easier if there was someone by my side. And that's because this is kind of touching on the core of the importance of the nuclear family. That's because when you have a mother and a father in the home, those two can bring forward very different sets of skills. They can bring forward different parenting techniques. They can bring forward different things to the table while creating a home that is balanced and also super stable, which is the best environment that a, that a child can grow up in. And this sort of circles back to a prior episode of the podcast that we did that was about traditional gender roles. And I'm not going to rehash that entire subject, but men and women are just objectively, biologically, they're better at certain things. There are certain characteristics that men bring to the table that are much more difficult for women to exhibit, and vice versa. There are things that mothers can bring to the table that, on average, are a lot more difficult for men to bring to the table. For example, uh, mothers often serve 
to fill the role of an empathetic and loving figure that a child can look up to and take comfort in. And oftentimes that comes a lot more naturally to a mother. It comes much more naturally to a mom. Again, that's not to belittle uh, single fathers, single parent fathers who are doing their very best to fulfill that role. But obviously, if you can have two individuals that sort of specialize in their own respective roles, then of course, that's going to be the most beneficial. Of course, that's the way things used to be, right? For many, many years in our nation's history, one of the foundational building blocks of our culture was the the family unit. It was the nuclear family, right? Parents would take their kids to church with them. Parents would spend a lot of time with their kids. A lot of folks homeschooled their children. It wasn't like it is today when the mom and dad go off to work for eight or nine hours a day. The kids are either with a nanny or a babysitter, or they're off at some public school or something like that, having little to no interaction with their parents. That's not how it used to be. That's never the way that our cult, our, our culture intended it to be. In fact, our culture, since the very beginning, was based heavily on traditional Christian values, right? The family structure resembled that of traditional Christian values, and and people weren't just sent off, right? The parents there weren't there weren't fifty percent divorce rates, and there weren't kids that they were just being sent off uh, as if they were like a burden. These kids weren't being sent off to some sort of a a nanny to be raised by somebody other than their parents. There was a strong family structure. You know, I think one of the best indicators of a healthy society is whether or not it's common for families to sit together and have family dinner several nights of the week. And that's not to say that, you know, family dinners are somehow going to be the magic pill that fixes everything in our society, but there's definitely some merit to having a good, strong family. And, and you know, it's weird because even though all of the statistics bear out the undeniable proof that the the nuclear family unit, right, the idea of having a mother and a father raising the children in the home, all of the statistics bear out that those children are far more likely to be very successful, far more likely to be, you know, stable individuals, productive members of society, even though everything that we have clearly indicates that the nuclear family is the way to go, there's a massive, massive push being made culturally right now against the nuclear family. You know, interestingly enough, BLM, the Black Lives Matter official organization, they used to have a publicly available charter. Now, within that charter, which was essentially a list of demands, within that charter, they listed that they wanted the, the essentially abolishment of the nuclear family. Now, why would somebody want that? And this cause has been taken up by many, many people inside the political world. It's been taken up by many people inside of the world of psychology. And it makes no sense because the data bears out that the nuclear family is super, super important, that it's super, super effective, that it's absolutely the way to go. And, you know, this is just a little bit of my personal speculation. But the reason I think that there is a concentrated effort to undermine the family, to undermine the family structure is because it stands in direct opposition to a lot of the goals, a lot of the the agenda that's being had out there. Because when the family structure is strong, it becomes much more difficult to indoctrinate children. It becomes much more difficult to groom children. It becomes much more difficult 
to convince people of a lie when they have a strong community, when they have a strong family unit surrounding them. These children that are being sent off to school and indoctrinated, these young adults that are being sent off to college and indoctrinated, they would have had, if they had a, a really strong nuclear family, and I know there's exceptions, I, I don't want to offend anybody here, but on average, children that have a, a good, strong home life, a good, you know, core nuclear family, they're instilled with certain values, they're instilled with certain ideas, certain concepts. Oftentimes, these, these concepts and ideas are a religious worldview. For example, a Christian worldview that was once extremely prevalent here in the United States that is now slowly but surely withering and uh, withering away and, and beginning to die off, right? These values are rooted very strongly in these kids as they grow up, and this family is, is a structure, it's a community that's been formed, so you have less of this subconscious psychological desire to find community elsewhere when you have found your community at home. And, and, and the, the nuclear family stands in opposition to a lot of these woke, strange ideals that people have out there, a lot of these perverted concepts that people have, the nuclear family stands in the way of that. The traditional Christian nuclear family with a mother and a father, they stand in opposition to the societal degeneracy, the the societal decay that we're seeing all around us. I mean, imagine if you were, we'll, we'll be really dramatic and, and come up with a fun name here. If you were the so-called forces of evil, would you want there to be a strong nuclear family? Would you want families to get along? Or would you want divorced families? Would you want people to be split up? Would you want children to be raised in, in a very combative, divisive home with their mom and dad going back and forth until they eventually divorce and then they've got to spend weekends with one and weekdays with the other and... Uh, Obviously, you would if you were the forces of evil, right? These these we'll call them imaginary forces of evil. You would want that. You would want these kids to grow up in a very unstable home, so that they would then look to something else as that source of stability. And they would also deny the basic principles that they had been taught from the time that they were young. So it's really troubling. It's really weird to me. When I go online and I look up information surrounding the nuclear family, and even though all of the statistics back it up, even though all of the data back up the importance of the nuclear family, there's a massive onslaught of people who are trying to wage war against the idea of a of a male and a female settling down and starting a family of their own and staying together. I, I, I don't understand for why. I, I don't understand why people are against that. Unless they have some sort of sinister motive, which honestly, I think that they do. I think that the sinister motive that we can find here is that the nuclear family doesn't bend the knee to the radical progressive ideologies of today. In a, in a day and age where we're supposed to be so postmodern that no longer can a man just be a man and a woman be a woman and fulfill traditional gender roles, but now... Gender is a, a non-binary, and it's also fluid, and gender roles are, are oppressive and wrong and bad, and, and they support transgender children, which, if you haven't seen or listened to last week's podcast, be sure you go and do that as well, where we talk about the issue of, of so-called transgender 
children. But the nuclear family is kind of the antithesis of everything that they want. They have to to destroy the existence of the successful nuclear family because in comparison, the broken families, the, the postmodern families, these these families that have two dads or, or two mothers or or a transgender individual and another transgender individual and they're trying to create this family structure, I think that perhaps they're afraid of competition. They're afraid that if the if the successful blueprint that has worked all throughout mankind since the beginning of time, you have had the basic traditional nuclear family of one mother, one father. They each bring something different to the table. They provide a structure, a, a safe place, a stable place, a, a home to raise their kids. If that structure is allowed to continue and thrive and be successful, then it it paints a backdrop by which the modern postmodern stupidity has to be judged against then they they fear that if the if the traditional family can stand then everyone will compare the two and and for good reason that's what they ought to do we ought to pursue whatever is most beneficial for the family and for the children but if if our interest is more on our feelings if our interest is more focused on on modern transgender theory and and destructing gender and and postmodernism, then of course we have to do away with any of its competition because the reality is the results of this postmodern structure are catastrophic. The, the the statistics bear this out, so they have to paint this narrative as if the traditional family value is bad, as if the the traditional traditional gender roles that can be seen within the traditional family structure, the nuclear family, as if those are oppressive and evil and bigoted and wrong, they have to destroy that. They have to get rid of that. I think that that's their true motive. I think in a day and age where where they try and convince you that there's nothing different between men and women, I think that they can't allow the differences to be on display. I think that they're afraid of the competition in a certain way. I think they're afraid of having an example out there, a city on a hill, the nuclear family, that shows this is the way that has always worked. This is the structure that has worked since the dawn of time. There are some things that the postmodernists should not be allowed to destroy, and the nuclear family is one of those things. But of course, it's not progressive enough. It's not inclusive enough. It's not woke enough. It's not 21st century enough. So they have to do away with it. They, they, have to get, they have to get rid of it, which is like the worst thing we could possibly do for our society. I mean, think of how sick in the head you have to be to advocate against the nuclear family when everything shows that it's like the number one indicator in how successful a child will be. Think about how self-entitled, how, how selfish you truly have to be to advocate for the destruction of the nuclear family at the peril and at the demise of generations of children just so that you and your progressive trans, uh, you know, postmodern wokeness can feel a little bit better about yourself. I reject that. I, I fundamentally reject that. I support wholeheartedly the nuclear family. I reject any kind of an attempt to destroy it or diminish it or belittle it just because it's not progressive enough, just because it doesn't bend the knee to whatever woke nonsense is going on. That's not reason to destroy the nuclear family. The nuclear family has worked since the beginning of time. It's one of those things that we should all be in support of. We should all stand behind the nuclear family. It is the bread and butter. It's the structure. It's the backbone, the hidden backbone 
You know, I mean, you don't, when you look at somebody, you don't see their backbone. You don't physically see the backbone. That's why I think it's such a perfect comparison between the family structure, the nuclear family, and the human anatomical backbone. You may not realize it, but it's that underlying structure. It's that underlying thing that's keeping the entire body straight. It's, it's, it's the, the foundation that keeps the entire body standing. Without that, we would be a limp biscuit. We'd just be a noodle flopping around on the ground, going and bending and ebbing and flowing with whatever was going on in the, at the time. So I tell you what, I'll leave you all with this piece of advice. I know it's kind of a shorter podcast, but there's only so much you can say on something that is nearly self-evident, like the importance of the nuclear family. But like I said, I'll, I'll leave you with this piece of advice. Go get married. Stay married. Have some kids. Be that solid, firm foundation, that structure that those kids can rely upon. Instill in your children good good morality. I, I would advocate solid Christian morality. Teach them about the country. Teach them, raise them in the way that they should live, right? Don't let them be captured by all of this woke stupidity. Don't don't let them be indoctrinated and, and raised by some sort of a nanny that doesn't love them and, and don't send them to some kid, some teacher with a, with a, a teacher with an agenda that hates them, that wants to raise them into some little socialist rat thing. Don't send your kids to that. Be the thing that they hate. Be that that foundational building block, that backbone of society that has lasted throughout the ages, that has got us here, that very thing that they seek to destroy because it's not progressive enough. Be that brick wall that stops this decay, the, the, the social decline and the, the erosion of our Western values. Be that thing that they hate. Be the traditional nuclear family and advocate for it. It's quite literally one of the best things you could possibly do for your fellow countrymen, for the future generations of young people that are growing up. Let them see what it's supposed to be like. Let them see what the greatest generations before us got to see. Show them that nuclear family. Anyways, folks, that's all I've got for you today. Until next time, keep me in your prayers. Keep your country in your prayers. God bless.